Robert Beardley's here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. I wasn't sure if we were going to get through that intro or not. It was a little, uh, you know, the old stutter step in there. Big show. You can always tell how uh, big, big of the show is, how big of a load <laughs> the intro has on its shoulders. <laughs> I don't know if everyone knows that or not, but that's it. Yeah, that is 100% true. Yes, that is uh, That's a little behind the scenes. You know, I got the other computer sitting right back here. Ready to be built. I just haven't had a second to do it. So do we we'll have, have to, do we have a date on that? I think this weekend. I'm giving myself okay. a couple days because I know I'm okay. gonna fuck something up and I don't want to be like, oh, but the show's tomorrow. Yeah, and then yeah. not have yeah. time to fix whatever I just, <laughs> just broke. <laughs> right. So yeah. We got a lot of things in the in the hopper here on the show pike is right okay pizza is here good morning pizza he says morning thumbs up beers pizza slice cool thanks man that right there on the old what is that left side right side of me that is at pike taylor radio he is not a financial advisor but he's a good man he's a good man exactly and i for those you're, you're welcome you're welcome hey i'm at sparks radio not a financial advisor either also Decent person. So thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Jump on at Sparks Radio on social media as well. We got a big show. Pike is right. But first, Pike, let me ask you this. Okay. What's the last thing you ate out of the trash? Mm. I've been digging in the trash lately. Not to eat out of, but you ever eat those instant oatmeal packets? Quaker? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'll, I'll do those. And uh, I didn't know until recently, but if you tear the bag open, there's a line on there. You're supposed to fill the bag up with water. I mean, it took me 30 years to figure that out. <laughs> but, but it's super, super handy because I would always guess. I just like ballpark it. And sometimes it would be super runny. Sometimes it would be super thick. Couldn't figure it out. But turns out that bag is the perfect way to measure. So anyway, sometimes I'll hastily throw away the bag before I can actually fill it with water. So yesterday I found myself rummaging through like an old to-go box with like pizza sauce all over it to, to find this crumpled up bag of oatmeal so I could use it to measure the water. Because I'm, wow. I'm, I'm not going back to those old caveman ways of just, you know, running the bowl under the sink for a fourth of a second or whatever it takes. <laughs> it's, it's not ex- – it's too risky. Good. So, and how do you like your oatmeal? Is it thick? Is it runny? Do you like it on the thicker side or the thinner well, side? It, it comes out of the oh, the microwave a little runny, but then over time, it gets thick. I like it. I like it thicker than runnier. Yeah. That's when it pisses me off when it's runny because there's no you can't fix that. Yeah, you can't I add know. more oatmeal. You could, but I'm not going to open up another pack. I know exactly what you mean. Thicker the better. That's what I said. Right. Me too. Yeah. Um, so Absolutely. that was the only thing out of, out of the garbage. Otherwise, not a big garbage food guy. No. Are you, are you? No. But I have eaten stuff out of the garbage, but it's all like, you know, oh, man, I threw that away. Still some good stuff on there. <laughs> I think I'll <laughs> what? finish that up there. Yeah. You know, like there's a banana. There's like that little nub at the bottom. That's been tossed in the trash, and I'm like, hmm, I can see it. It's still resting on the peel. Nothing touched other forms of garbage. All right, I'll just, ah, nom, 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 and then throw it away. No? You haven't done that? No, that's, no. Gar- <laughs> garbage bananas are like, 
I don't know. Like they're the team captain for garbage food. There's always, even if you don't eat bananas, there's always a banana peel in the garbage. And they get stinky and shitty real quick. Yeah, well, this, I just threw it away. It's not like I found it in the trash. I'm the one who put it there. It's not like I'm eating other rando bananas. I eat my banana, not other people's bananas. But the second it crosses that threshold it of the garbage can, Come it's on. a garbage banana. It's on and right what do you need that? What is that nub going to do for you? Satiate me. It's going to give me sustenance. And I'm going to love it. And I'm going to cherish it. My body's going to love its nutrients. It's got a lot of potassium. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy myself. There's nothing wrong with it. It's got a banana. It has a protect, uh, the peel. It has a protective shell right there, dude. You make me sound like I'm, you know, Oscar the Grouch and I'm living in the trash. <laughs> like, I think it, like garbage bananas are kind of Oscar the Grouch. If you would have said like a garbage banana, stop it. The garbage bananas, yeah, the greasy brown. If they were on the ground, you would. Pike, I'm sorry, the comment distracted me. Sorry, Pike is so smart. Pizza says. I assume he means that genuinely, and is not mocking (laughs) me because I don't know what I've said that was either uh, smart or the opposite. I I think it was your your oatmeal plan, your oatmeal, you know, realization. Oh. That was smart. It's a smart thing to do. Stop calling my garbage bananas garbage bananas. Garbage bananas. Like something the Grinch would eat. (laughs) If it was on a roadway, cars would go off the road. That's the worst joke you've ever made. It's not a joke. It's an actual thing. Have you seen Billy Madison? O'Doyle rules going off the road. This is real life we're talking. O'Doyle rules! O'Doyle rules! O'Doyle rules! rules. (laughs) (laughs) And they hit the old banana peel! (laughs) Yeah, well, they wouldn't have died if I just left my banana peel in the trash. Because I pulled it out, I ate the last little nub, and then I threw it behind me while driving. Oh, nice. Actually, it was Chris Farley driving the bus. Sparks is George Costanza. That's not true, Pizza. I'm not George. I can see that. No, I'm not George. Come on! What's wrong with George? I'm not George! I'm not any of those characters. They're all I was horrible say, human beings. It's funny you said that, because when you were talking about eating out of the garbage, I was thinking, you kind of remind me like more of Jerry, and, and he's a clean, you know, neat freak, or a yeah, germaphobe. So I don't, it was surprising that you would eat the garbage banana. It was on the peel. I don't touch it if it's on the thing. It has a protective layer. How, why do I have to explain banana peels to you? It's like you don't understand the concept that they come within their own protective casing. I know all about bananas, okay? I'm just saying once it's in the garbage, even if it has that around it, the air in the garbage, like it's, it's, all, it's all in there. Now it's got garbage air. It tastes different. Okay? The items in the garbage are not wearing masks. The air is being transmitted amongst the garbage items. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Okay. Right. Well, I'm finished. How about that? All right. Oh, well, I'll, I'm finished. Let me ask you this. Is there one celebrity who... If they got into a serious car accident and broke both of their legs, possibly putting their career at risk, would is there one celebrity that would especially mess you up the next day? I know this is a version of a question I asked like last week. <laughs> one celebrity who was in a car accident and broke both their legs, it would end their career, it would mess me up a bit? Yeah, like not have the miss work, but mess you up a little bit. Like you wake up in that feeling of like, because once you wake up, your brain is it's a it's wiped clean, but then quickly memories and thoughts come rushing in, and it's the first one, and you realize that it wasn't a dream, and that they did actually break both their legs. Yeah, and you I think, might actually never see them play golf again. I think if it was like a young, lots of future 
talent still left in that body, it would uh, it would be quite sad. If, like let's say like a Nick Chubb or uh, a Colin Sexton or Nick Chubb is an NFL running back. He has two seasons left at best. No way, bro. No way. Come on, he's young. He's twenty four. He's built like a tank. You know how he's gonna have two more good seasons. Then they're gonna have to pay him or not pay him, and that would be that'll be the end of it. Nope. Nope. Got a long career. That's the greatest yeah, running back of sure. all time. Greatest running back of all time. I can see it. It's in his bones. And I don't want those bones breaking and leaking that out of said bones. So I would say, yeah, no, in all honesty, like a maybe a LeBron James, but you're referring to Tiger Woods, and it doesn't it doesn't matter to me at all. It doesn't move the needle for you? No. Because he hasn't been that great in that long. Well, he won the Masters two years ago. Yeah. That was it, though. That was his, bleep, I did it again. No, See, the, I'm still great. And then, no, he had a great season. And he he's battled some injuries since, but he's not bad. He's a good player. I know he's a great player. Enjoy the senior PGA because it's time. It's time to move on. You're not. That sounds like that sounds like an uninformed golf opinion. So maybe we'll stay away from dissecting the PGA. But hasn't been back since his wife broke his. <laughs> Okay. Why does he have so much misfortune? Uh, Well, that one was his own fault. This one, I don't know if it was his fault or not. This one may have been. It wasn't. I know everybody wants to. Oh, was he drunk? Was he high? It's like, Jesus Christ, guys, let's let's mourn and then they'll figure that out. Let's stop. You don't need to mourn if they didn't die. You don't need to mourn if they didn't die. If Tiger Woods never plays a game of golf. And it comes out that he was looking at his phone, or since he broke his back, he's been addicted to Oxy or something like that. Then it's his fault. Then it's his fault. Now, if it was an unfortunate thing, like another car fell asleep or veered off the road and ran into him and he flipped and tumbled and blah, 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 then it's more tragic because it wasn't his fault. Oh. Then it's not on him. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. So somebody who's fallen victim to the opioid epidemic here in america uh that's ranks lower on your tragicness yes that's interesting i'd like to get a ranking of what's tragic and not well first you have like kobe bryant who had nothing to do with any of his death that's that was very tragic and his child was with him and then all the other eight people was there another kid with them or was it just six other adults there was kids because they were they were going to a tournament right with like other See? parents. Ultimate tragedy right there. Ultimate. That's number one. And nothing to do with nothing, nothing that was their fault. They all were innocent. Two. Uh, he didn't die. So the tragedy falls way down before anybody who's out. Now, if he died, it'd be I'll up there. That. It'd be up there. He broke his legs. Okay. It's not. You can golf with no legs. He, they could have amputated his legs, and he could still play golf. Dude, I know this guy in Orlando. He's a golf instructor. He's in a wheelchair. Is that is that kind of hard to put process? Isn't that crazy? You can still he sit can down play and play go- golf. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, yeah, of course it's less, hard. Less less hips, but uh, good for him. I mean, it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, golf is the most difficult, easy sport that makes any sense. There isn't a know. sport that is harder and easier at the same time. It's not, it's not like you get winded what? for playing golf because you're literally okay. standing there waiting for people to finish. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. You could play golf the entire day. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah right. and, and only stop because it's dark out. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I know. Golf is the only sport where you pause for an entire lunch break. And then you go back out. You're like, hmm. Boy, I've been playing long enough that I should enter the next meal. Hmm. I uh I think maybe maybe yeah. maybe we should get back out there and finish this single game. How about that? Yeah, I know we've been playing since the sun came up, but I'm also drunk. And, <laughs> yes. and it is the only great. sport that is that will make your health worse if you play it. <laughs> It's bad for you. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, it's also 
insanely hard. It's so difficult. Like the people who play it on the professional level are so disgustingly good at it. And it's hard to show people who don't play golf just how insanely hard it is to do. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. It doesn't take long. Yeah. Try doing it once. It's very freaking hard. No so, matter what, even after, uh, even after 20 years, turns out it's still, you just don't get better. It's a problem. <laughs> you can play all you want, but you're not going to get better. That's not true. You can, you can get better, especially if you stop boozing or smoking out on the course. You'll be fine. Just yeah. Get some equilibrium back. It definitely will help. <laughs> There's a line of drunk. The beer makes you better. And then you start to get worse. Yeah, kind of like it. Kind of like darts, pool, all those things. Yeah, other things that aren't sports. Right, exactly. Skills-based games. Sure, I know. I know what you mean. I understand. Cornhole, frisbee. I understand kickball. All these other sports. Bocce ball. (laughs) Bocce kickball. I don't know. Uh, This says, Uh, "Oh, Ryan is here." You're talking about people who lost their legs. Usain Bolt, I can't live in a world where my fat ass could beat him in a race. It's just not right. Thank you, Ryan. Exactly. Yeah. Could you be, I mean, I guess I was picturing him in a wheelchair. I bet he could move on a wheelchair. I bet I could still, I would still lose the Usain Bolt in a wheelchair. (laughs) Yeah. I think we'd lose the Usain Bolt in anything. He's just more (laughs) athletic, period. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on here. I, I shout out to Tiger Woods. I hope you weren't high. That's it. It's, boy, I love you, Tiger. I don't care if you were high or not. I still love you. Hey, Tiger Woods. Am I? I, I don't look. He cheated on his wife nine hundred times, <laughs> approximately. He's still a great golfer. I can't take right. that away from him. He's still a great golfer. You know, a little weird conversation with your father between him and his kid. Hey, son, sit down for a minute. You're gonna be hearing some news about me. <laughs> Kids at school might be talking, and everything they say is true. <laughs> I, I, I did cheat on your mom, not once, not twice, but entire calendar years with a different woman every day. So I can't. But what do I always tell you, son? If you're gonna do something, do it the best you can. <laughs> And nobody did it better than daddy, okay? <laughs> this be a lesson. Yeah, look, I cheated on your mom, and I feel pretty okay about it, actually. Because after, like, the 400th time, I was... It's kind of dead to me emotionally now, this whole marriage. <laughs> so, it really... My conscience is all but gone. So. It's pretty much, it yeah, it's, it's yeah. gone. Like, I could probably murder a man at this point and still be okay because I've killed that part of my body and my spirit. Dead. Completely dead. It's all... If anybody asks you about your dad and what's he like, just say it's all testicle. That's it. Just all testicles at this point. It's walking testicles. That's right. It's a golf club with some nads hanging from it. That's what I am, son. And there's nothing wrong with that because we're rich. You don't have to worry about anything. No, shout out to Tiger Woods. He's pretty cool. uh, Let's get you to school. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Hey, you want me to make you some oatmeal? I saw that there's a line at the top of the package now. (laughs) Uh, All right, look, we're we're 20 minutes into the show. We haven't even begun. Listen to this. We got a big show for you today. If you're here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend, too, if you can. That would be really great. Help us out. We absolutely love brand-new subscribers. Got another one yesterday, Pike. How fun is that? So look at that. Jump on there. Spark, uh, YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. Big show because we're giving out the 100 bucks today. We're announcing the winner. We are also announcing Pike's Punishment. It's super dope. We got the news that matters. You know what the news that matters is today? A little treat, what? a little heads up. I got the five things all rich people do. According to this financial planner, he goes, here's five things all rich people do. So I'm going to be giving that out. Your five things all rich people have in common. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Pretty exciting. I want to be rich and yeah, I can do these things then. 
Right. That, that's the idea, right? That is the idea. I, all you got to do is just do these things. I hope you become rich. Is eating garbage bananas on the list? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, huh? No. We'll see. No. It It was Awful. Ash trash booty cheeks. That's my banana mm-hmm. talking. All right, here we go. Before we get to any of that, I want to make an announcement here for the fine folks on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. We're doing a special thing. We announced this yesterday. This is exciting. It's a reverse five on Friday. So if you're a member of the special committee, it's five bucks a month over there on Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. We're going to be doing a reverse five on Friday. Pike, ask me what that means. What do you mean by reverse five on Friday? Thanks for asking, Pike. Reverse five on Friday. You know, on Fridays, we get asked a bunch of questions here. Okay? From the committee. About five. Yeah, sure. Yeah, about five. Yeah. And we answer those questions. Reverse is where we're asking the committee five questions. Ooh. That's not fun? I like it. Yeah. It does sound fun. I'm looking forward to it, I'm man. At- I'm gonna ask some good questions. I always mm. sometimes I'll hear questions. I go, mm, "That's not the question I would have asked." So now I get to. <laughs> That's correct. So it's happening March fifth, nine Eastern, six Pacific. Reverse five on Friday. It is happening over there. Patreon.com/slash/SparksRadio. So if you're not a committee member, join, and then you can hang out with us and everybody else in the special committee. It should be fun. It should be a blast. That's a Friday night. I'm drinking. Are you drinking, Pike? You're gonna be. I'm going to be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I've already decided that. It's nine o'clock. Yeah. Nine o'clock on a Friday. Good Lord. So it should be quite fun. Let's do this before we get to the announcement of the winner of $100. Pike Taylor Radio, the non financial advisor himself, he lost a singing competition, which is really quite. Oh, it's not bad a singing competition. Don't say that. Him. It was a songwriting slash singing competition. And you lost, Pike. You lost to this no, guy, the non-musician. Okay. You sucked it up. The pressure was on. I you did. buckled and you failed. I know. Got it. You ready for the results of your punishment? No, but okay. Let's do it, baby. Here we go. Pike, you're either going to have to. Pay for a cameo from a famous celebrity describing his most embarrassing moment. So it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be one of these Kathy Lee Gifford type people talking about Pike and his most embarrassing moment in life. Or you're gonna have to eat an entire jar of mayonnaise during an episode here on the show. Oh my god. Oh. Which way do you think the committee voted? I know what they did. I guarantee it. Because the first one is actually kind of funny. It would be yeah, embarrassing, but I would love it. I just think it's too it's too much. If they didn't quite fully comprehend what was happening, maybe they don't know what a cameo is. Yeah. They're not going to vote for it. Now, eating a whole jar of fucking shit, of course they're going to pick that. I, like, a whole jar of anything would be gross. I don't know if I could finish a jar of ice cream. But mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. An entire jar of mayonnaise. That's your guess. That's what I guess, yes. All right, Pike. Well, turns out Yep. Oop. Oh, yep. The committee has spoken. <laughs> the committee has spoken, and Pike will have to eat an entire jar of mayonnaise during an episode. Oh. Woo! Jesus Christ. Yeah, I am in love with this. Pike is going to be nom nomming on some mayo here, and I don't know what you got to. You gonna you gonna use a ladle? How are you gonna get all of that mayonnaise? <laughs> I'm not. How is that? It's not possible. In I told your you that. Mouth. Oh my people, god! It's like people don't even aren't, aren't able to eat a spoonful. How the hell are you gonna eat a jar? Can't wait. Can't wait to watch Pike eat an entire jar of mayonnaise here on the show. We got to figure out when we when we're doing it. That's the thing. We got to figure out when we are we to, making it eat mayonnaise. There's no good time for it. 
Oh, it's and you know I've been trying. I've been I've been busting my ass trying to eat healthy and work out. Eating a jar of mayonnaise is gonna set me back three months. <laughs> gonna have a heart attack. Oh God, uh, this is awesome. This is so great. I cannot wait to watch Pike eat an entire jar of mayonnaise here on the show. It's gonna happen next week. We got to figure out when specifically. Uh, which day, but damn, it's going to happen next week here on the show. Pike will serve his punishment for losing the songwriting competition. What a good first punishment oh. here on the show. I'm looking forward to it, man. Hate it. <sighs> and if there wasn't enough good news, it's now time to announce the winner of $100. I'm giving out my stimulus money here. Oh, God, I'm winning win my stimulus cash. <sighs> we were doing it over there, sparksradio.com slash win. This will be the fourth. $100 prize I've been giving out here. I am looking forward to it. Should be fun. Today's winner is, and if you're wondering how winners are picked, I click the pick a winner button. It's random. Good luck. Here we go. The winner is Jason Register. There you go. He entered 1,183 times since January 29th. There wow. you have it. He's a good guy. Jason's a good guy. Jason is a good guy, and I know he was entering because he'd be like, hey, just a heads up, the, the code word, you forgot to put it in today. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jason. I'll go back in there and make sure it's good to go. Oops. Uh, so here's what we're going to do, though. In case you're wondering what's happening next week, I use past tense when I said sparksradio.com slash win. Past tense. The difference is coming up starting today, giving it away this week. I don't know what I'm doing with the last $200 here, but this week, this $100, I'm giving away the $100 on Instagram. It's going to be over there on Instagram. All right. So after the show, I'll post, a, I'll make a post about Instagram and that's how you'll win the $100. Read what's going on over there at Instagram. It should just be easy. Probably just like tag a friend or something like that. I got to, I got to look up to make sure that we're all above board and doing it correctly and Yada, yada, yada. So I'm going to be giving it away via Instagram. Okay. So jump on over there at Sparks Radio on Instagram. That's where you'll be able to win yourself $100 this week. All right. That's the plan. Okay. That's the plan. Bingo. Yes. We have. Got a bing. Jay is here. He says, now I feel bad for voting for Sparks because the whole jar of mayonnaise is horrible. LOL. Oh, you voted for Sparks, did you, Jay? Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Here's me writing down uh, people I like and don't like on the show. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not going to say where I put you, Jay, but <clears throat> that was a very telling comment. Very telling. All right. Well, there you go. Get on over there. Instagram, win yourself 100 bucks. Are you ready for the news that matters, Pike? Okay. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. A little delayed. A little delayed. I gotta get this computer up and running. All right. So look, here's what we got going on. Five things that millionaires do. This comes from Business Insider. A guy who wrote it, his name is Anthony Carlton. Sounds like a fake name, but apparently he's a real financial planner. Financial planner, he says, here's the, uh, he goes, I'm a financial planner and my richest clients have the same five habits. You want to take a guess Correct. as to what they are? Um, I don't know. They don't hit the snooze button. <laughs> I think you're right about that. Dude, rich people are already like They don't have an alarm stupid. clock. They're up. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% correct. They're just up. They don't nap. They're just going all the time. They have boundless amounts of energy. They're like, yeah, exactly. dude, love life. And they're always at these conferences going like, you know, this is amazing, blah, blah, blah. And it's those are the people you hate. You're like, ah, shut the fuck up, you know? I know. God. And do you think, they're, you think they're a millionaire because of that? Or do you think they're like that because they're a millionaire? Because if I was a millionaire, I would wake up every day like obviously fully erect. But beyond that. <laughs> Just jumping out of bed. Be like, it's a sunshine day. You know, that's me. 
Lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day. Everyone's like, shut up. You're like, I can't. I got a million dollars in my bank account. Lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day. And then they, they have the gall to be like, man, more money, more problems, man. It's like, no, no, no. My problems are food and shelter. Your problems, your problems are decaf or, or calf. What are you talking about? There's difference in problems here. Yeah. More money, different problems. I'll give you that. Yeah. But that wasn't the Biggie song. That's not what no. Puffy said. Mo money, mo petty problems. That's what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Less money, mo significant needing of basic necessities. <laughs> I wish I could complain right now about how hard of a work week you had. I didn't have a work week, and it wasn't intentional. <laughs> that's, that's a different thing. Different thing. All right, here we go. These are the five five things that rich people do according to this financial planner. Here's the same five habits. Number one, they set clear financial goals. They set clear okay. financial goals. It's so much easier to do when you have a bunch of money. Correct. Clear financial goals. Have you set any clear financial goals, Pike? Well, you know, outside of the ones that are built into a 401k, like a targeted uh, 401k, mm-hmm. that, I would say that's a goal, right? That That's something I did. Not really. Fuck off. It is too. <laughs> <laughs> they said, they're like, what year do you want to retire? And I said, how about in 10 years? And they said, well, that's not real. I said, how about in 10 years? <laughs> and, they, and they're like, okay, not the case. All right, so you set clear financial goals. That's not a 401k. When you set clear financial goals, you have to, for example, say, I want to be able to have X amount of dollars in my bank account. I want to be able to afford this, a house, uh, a car. I want to pay off my debt. I want to have, get a little more specific. Saving for a 401k is not a financial goal because it is like automatic. You're automatically taking it out. Does that make sense? It's better. It's yeah. It's better than nothing. Yeah, it's better than nothing. But you know, that, that that's like you're saying like, well, I smoke meth. You know, that's better than not eating because meth has some calories. So it's better than nothing. Like it's not, bro. It's not. I don't care for the comparison. Okay, that was a bad example. It's like <laughs> it's like you going like, well, I did eat today. It was a garbage banana. It's better than nothing. <laughs> okay, fine. Is that better? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it all depends on how much money you have. Because like you see some people who are like, uh, I managed to pay off. I put my mind to it and I paid off $50,000 of debt in the last two years. That's amazing. But I'm like, well, do the math. Like, How much money do you have to make to be able to afford to pay that much debt off? Even if you were like not eating out and you know, only having one streaming service. You know what, though? Paying off debt is, I mean, that's like a superpower, man. Seriously. Yeah. 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 That's how you get ahead. You can't get ahead with debt. Can't do it. Can't do it, man. It's quicksand. You know what they call it? They call it the debt treadmill. I'll get to that in a little bit. Here we go. Number two. Rich thing. Rich people. What are they doing? Here's the habit. Number two. They invest each month without fail. That's kind of like you in your 401k, Pike. Yeah, I do that. You do that? Without fail. Without fail. Uh, Are you set up for a 401k with your new company? Of course, yeah. Okay, there you go. That's it. Here's the thing. If you're listening, if you're watching, and your company has a 401k, and you're not contributing to it, you're fucking up. That's the easiest way to say it. I mean, just, you gotta do it. Find out if the company has a match. Most companies do, and what they'll do is they'll give you 6% 6% of whatever you contribute up to a certain percentage. So up to like 3% of your paycheck. So it's not like you can just contribute, th- you know, your whole entire paycheck and they'll give you 6% of that. They'll go, no, 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 no. You can contribute up to 
like 3% of your paycheck and we'll match 6% of whatever money that is. That's kind of how they do it. Oh, I didn't know that. Some is like 50%. Some are full match, which is huge. Just match yeah. whatever you do. Contribute to the company's 401k up until their cutoff. Right. Don't go above the cutoff. There's better ways to do it by opening up your own IRA. We don't know what kind of fees your company is charging you to, to, to manage the money. But don't essentially, go above that. Don't go above the match. Yeah. Okay. You, you never want to go above the match because you're essentially, you're, you're with a 401k, you have to go into the plan that the company says that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm in whatever. Uh, I'm in the company's 401k. And they're like, well, if you're in the 401k, you got to go in this plan or this plan. Well, if you go above the match, you're still forcing into one of those two plans. What if you could find a better plan? with the cheaper, you know, fees and rates and a better index. So you can always do that yourself in an IRA or a Roth, a Roth IRA. So go up to the match. But again, I'm not a financial planner. This is a comedy podcast. So don't take my advice. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> okay. So don't go above the, the match. All right. That, that would be, that's my recommendation. That's everything I've always done. Don't go above the match. That's good to know. Yes. Exactly. So invest every month without fail. Set clear financial goals. Are you ready for numero tres? Bring it on. Let's do this. Here we go. They plan for bad times. Okay. Now we all know it's a bad time right now. It's been a bad time for about a year. Going on a year soon. Been a bad time for a lot of people. Rich people don't give a shit. They don't care. They're like Tiger Woods' son, who's like, ah, oh, daddy, what? And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I still get box cereal? I'm okay. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's good to go, because he's rich, and he's planned for these bad times. Okay. <sighs> and then for a kid, a kid, that's a sign of, that's a status thing, the box cereal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's another status symbol for a kid? What's the, the thing The big now? box of crayons? Oh yeah, yeah. Name Dude. brand Crayola crayons. They they had those boxes of like 128 or whatever, and I'm showing up with 48 crayons, barely even the rainbow. I mean, bro, I had the free crayons that they give you at like yours truly to call. It's like green, blue, and red. That was it. I was like, eh, <laughs> I can't even draw a stoplight with these colors. <laughs> you can mix any color using these. Embarrassing. Yeah. Some kids, what, you know, the ones that had the pencil sharpener in the crayon box. Oh, geez, dude, those kids was... had to drag their dick through the door. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher laid out a red carpet when they came in. <laughs> Behold. Oh, dude, I remember this kid in sixth grade. He brought in the pamphlet of the car his dad was buying. You know, like the booklet. I was like, what are you doing? Even then, I was like, what are you doing? It's not your car. Yeah. It's your dad's. You're bragging <laughs> about what kind of car your dad's going to buy. <laughs> That's so stupid. Kids did so much dumb shit. Yeah. God. And that dude loved Space Jam. He was always saying, I believe I can fly. Check it out. Infinity. That's right. Q30X or whatever it's called. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. And I was like, all right, Jesus Christ, dude. First of all, Space Jam sucks. It's a shit movie. I've always thought it was a what shit movie. You... Awful. What? Trash film. Trash. It's got a soundtrack by that's a rapist. A... Fucking awful. Okay, that said, it's what's a one-of-a-kind movie? One-of-a-kind Michael Jordan's playing cartoons. Yeah, it was fucking revolutionary. Fuck Space Jam. I've always thought that. Awful. That's film. a dumb thing to say. That really is. I don't care. And I guarantee it, millionaires even don't say that shit. Say well, we'll find out. Like they, millionaires plan for bad times. That means that when they watched Space Jam and they became sad because of how bad it was and the hype around it for un unnecessary reasons, then they were fine because they're rich and they had a lot of money and they don't care about other people's feelings. All right, here we go. Number four. We're almost to the bottom of the list, Pike. Number four. They diversify their income. Interesting. Okay. 
You know what that means? Do you get that? Diversify would be like giving it to people of various races and cultures. That's and genders. Just passing it out. No, that's not it. They uh, they don't do that. No, they're not diversifying their income by giving it out to different races and genders. Not at all. You know what they're doing is they're they're not just getting their income from one source. They're not getting their income okay. from one source. They're getting it from multiple sources. So let's just can I just paint you a scenario? Please. Say you're in radio. And you're living in a great place like Las Vegas, okay? And you got a family of four. It's a family of four. I'm just pulling this out or whatever. You know, you're it's okay. a husband and a wife, and then you have two small children. Like they're both under the age of three. And oh boy. Yeah, like young. Like and they they have needs. It's not like they can like take care of themselves and they're like, oh, and I gotta go to work today after school. It's not like that. You know, I mean they're young. No. They require a lot of attention and you want them to grow up to be productive members of society. So you want them to be educated and fed and read and this shit. So you're living in Las Vegas. You're, you're the husband slash father of a family of four and you're the sole income earner of that, which means you only have, you got one job and you're making money on the job. Then you lose that job. You lose the job. Ooh. Now what's going to happen? Ooh. Now what's going to happen? See, because you didn't diversify your income. You only had one gig feeding four mouths. You lose that gig. Now there's four mouths to feed. If you had multiple income streams, you are not worried. Again, rich people don't care. This is why. I mean, unless they're like, you know, they have like moral and uh, empathy and all that kind of stuff, but they diversify their income. Yeah. You lose one, you still got the others. That's the, that's it. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I mean, for them, it's, it's easier. It's like, you know, just buying other businesses or, you know, things like that. Whereas for us, you think of getting another source of income, it's a part-time job at Arby's. So could be, yeah. you know, it's not quite yeah. the same. We're going to go over passive but income I get what you're saying. on one of these. Yeah. yeah, we passive income is like, that's another superpower, man. Another superpower. You know, I'm going to come up with some superpowers for financial stuff because financial superpowers, nobody talks about those. And that's, that's the way to go about living life, man. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Rich people, they make money when they're, when they're sleeping. That's the thing. All right. And here we go. Number five. Yeah. Number five. So real quick, to recap, number four, they set clear financial goals. They invest each month without fail. They plan for bad times. They diversify their income. And then number five, they invest in professional help. Now, keep in mind, this guy who wrote it for, what is this? Business Insider. He's a fucking financial planner. So keep that number five. They, you know, okay. They're asking for professional help. I mean, it's kind of his job. But... <clears throat> Yeah, keep that in mind. But it is true. We are we experts, Pike? No, we're not financial experts. So might want to go to a financial expert. Say what? Yeah. Well, you know more than I do. And we've all known, you know, like growing up, uh not growing up, but like in my twenties, there was always there was always a guy you knew that was getting into financial planning and he would always solicit you for meetings and it was like just you know, I don't I'm not willing to, I get what you're doing and it's probably good, but like, I'm not willing to pay the fee that goes with that. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. You know, actually it's really good to pay the fee. When you, when you want to meet with a financial planner, you want to get billing upfront. How much is this going to cost me per whatever? You don't want a financial planner that makes commission off of managing your money because what ends up happening there is, He's going to, he or she is going to steer you in a direction where they make more money, not necessarily what's beneficial for you. So right. my recommendation is always hire, if you're going to go to a financial planner, which is very smart because it's even smart just to get another take on it, to get another brain on your financial situation, to just go and uh, 
ask a professional, not us, ask a professional to say, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, I heard Sparks talk about this. Jay has a great joke here. Jay says, if your financial planner lives in his basement, his parents' basement, that is your first financial mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a red flag. <laughs> a red flag indeed. But yeah, so there you go. So that's uh, that's a great joke. There you go. There's the five things that all rich people do uh, according to this financial planner. All right. Well, there you, there you have it. Diversify, I'm a, folks. I'm, a do I'm doing it today. Are you diversifying? I'll fill you. I will today. I'll fill you in tomorrow on, on how I did so. I'm finished. Nice. A woman robbed a bank yesterday in Florida. A woman. I know that's untraditional. <laughs> you think of a robber and you think of a man. Well, let me tell you more about this woman who decided to rob a bank in Jacksonville. She walked in. She had no plans to rob the bank. She didn't. She walked in as an innocent uh, bank person trying to, I don't know, get money or something. Um, she wanted to withdraw money. It didn't work. She started to get upset. So now she's mad at the person working. So the only solution in her head was, you know what? I'm going to rob this place. But here, here's more about the woman whose name, I will tell you, a 39-year-old Kenyatta Gordon. Kenyatta is a wheelchair bound, an electric wheelchair, in fact. That's how she gets around. She robbed a bank. It's not nice she to never... say, Pike, it's not nice to say that a woman gets around. Okay, that's not really a nice thing to say about a lady. <laughs> I don't care how you, if you get around and how you do so. That's, that's your thing. I guess. But robbing banks, no good. She didn't have a gun. She walked up. She, she, sorry, Jesus. She like <laughs> scooted up and she demanded money. And they're like, uh, lady, <laughs> you're going to have to show us a gun or something. She's like, no, nah, just give me, the, give me the money. Well, they actually complied. The teller gave her a $100 and she scooted right out in her wheelchair. Well, police were, believe it or not, <laughs> they were able to get her. They were able to track her down. <laughs> Very, very nearby the bank. <laughs> She's been arrested uh, for robbery and, wouldn't you know, a possession of drug paraphernalia as well. Oh, there's the Florida part. All right, so hold on a second. So how do they arrest her? You don't, what do you do? You turn off the wheelchair? Like, I don't understand. Like, you don't need to handcuff them, do you? You can't handcuff, you can't handcuff a person in a wheelchair. That seems too cruel. Well, yeah, you're probably not too concerned about it. Do you, and do they have police vehicles that are like those vans with the forklift? I don't know, man. The side? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough Wow. One. That's got to be the smallest segment of the criminal population is the handicapable. Can't imagine there's a lot of thieves and robbers in that community. I, why would no. the teller not just go, all right, yeah, whatever? No. Yeah, get the hell out of here, lady. Get out of oh, here. Yeah. What are you talking about? Can't Maybe she like take one, one step back from the that podium and then the lady in the wheelchair can't see her anymore? She'd be like, no. Uh, you can't see me. Because <laughs> of the angle you're at. <laughs> Some of the mean. least threatening I mean, person. Yeah, I know. You think you would just go, okay, lady, like, or get the hell out of here. And maybe she knew that she was going to get caught, so she just humored her. Like, all right, hands up. Here's $100. Bad, bad, bad person. <laughs> you bad, bad, bad person. $100 oh, is the worst so bank robbery in the history of bank robberies, too, by the way. That is, I mean, I guess if you're robbing the bank in 1634, yeah, a hundred shackles would be great, but a hundred dollars in twenty twenty one is dinner. That's like a movie nowadays. Going out to eat in a movie is a hundred dollars. That's insane. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, you're going to right. prison for a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, you get a hundred bucks if you're robbing a gas station. I, know. I don't understand. 
I don't understand. This is awful. The story is still, you know, who's the real awful person is that bank teller. It's disappointing. Um, I don't know what I expected from, from this lady, but, uh, Robin a bank, wasn't it? No, that's, that's insane. Well, I'm glad they kept uh, caught the criminal. I hope she gets clean. And I hope she gets a sick nickname in prison, like Wheels or something. That'd be fucking dope. Oh, dude. She's, yeah. yeah. She, what, what, what would be her prison name? Rims? Rims, uh, I was thinking Rims. Rims, that was what you were thinking? Hot Rims. Piping Hot Rims. Uh, this is, uh, look at Jay. Jay says, I'm not surprised. I worked as, uh, as an armed guard at a marijuana grow, probably grow facility in Nevada. And it was mostly women we caught stealing. Whoa. Really? Is that right? Really? Huh? Wow. Okay, Jay. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for the show. I'm going to, I'm going to hit the, uh, I'm finished here for you, Pike. I'm finished. That's it for the show. Thank you so much. Make sure you're doing a couple things. You're following this non-financial planner over there at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. He's <clears throat> he's tired because of all the money he's been counting lately. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media as well. Also, not financial planner. And you can go and give us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts if you download it there. Or you can hit the subscribe button, youtube.com slash Sparks Radio. That always helps. Congrats to Jason. Got himself 100 bucks. Remember, $100 this week is via Instagram. So go and jump on my Instagram, at Sparks Radio, and then you'll find out how to win yourself 100 bucks. Should be a fun one. Switching things up a little bit. It's been, you know, four weeks, one month of the other contest over on the uh, website. So we're switching it up. All right. I'll see you over on Instagram for that. And then, Pike, tomorrow, big show. Tim Harmston, comedian. Very funny dude. He's on the show tomorrow. Yes, sir. He's a great guy. Great. Check his stuff out in advance, and then you'll be like a fan going into it. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then, of course, Do you like don't strategy? forget. Yeah. Yep. Care. yeah. Jump on the Patreon at Sparks Radio. Uh, I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Jump on the Patreon because we're doing reverse five on Friday. Not this Friday, but next. So you have some time. Get on there. All right. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. That's it. Any last words, Pike? Just, you know, jib-jab. Good one. That's a nice way to go. So over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.